have a favorite iron chef. It depends entirely on the secret ingredient. Sometimes I feel you don't know food at all. He burned us. Gypsy son of a bitch burned us. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing to my friend, Bozo? He burned us. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Yes. Two hours and 40 minutes later than we said it would. Well, wait. I asked for a reschedule. You did. Okay. <laughs> but the, the reschedule was like right as we were about to go. No, it wasn't. When did I text that? I texted it. Was it was right before five, six. It was at five. It was 5.11. Yeah. That's, so that's less than an hour. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's on me. You got to leave. Give a, an hour heads up. Actually, it's more on Paul. I'm I'm sorry, Papa, but I will be putting one in my butt. Okay, that's a good. That said, he could do it and then backed out. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Okay, we'll blame Paul. So, I don't know if you heard. I was in Las Vegas uh, two weekends ago, week and a half ago, basically. I saw, yeah, I saw on Instagram. Yeah, posted some stuff. Did you see? Uh, this is something I forgot to talk about when I was on the show last week, did you see the sash that I was wearing? No. So I had a sash. You know what a sash is, right? I mean, oh. Uh, it's like a thing you put around your torso? Yes. Yeah, kind of like a Miss America type thing. Only <laughs> this is the Las Vegas version that I was wearing. And I got one for me and my friend Chubstep Taylor. And ours said, Sluts Night Out. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the one place you could wear that exactly and it was it was like I didn't know what the reaction was well I, I thought it was funny and I should also clarify by saying that, that my mom got it for me uh, which also makes it better <laughs> that makes it even better <laughs> yeah yeah so it makes it you know it's more funny that way but all this place was ridiculous it had it had penis lighters like literally it was like a little penis in your hand and then you opened it up and it vibrated while it lit like I don't even know. Like this place was just so ridiculous. But so I'm assuming you bought one. No, I did not buy one. I thought it would be it'd be a very good white elephant gift, though. Yes, uh, it'd be like a perfect type of thing for that. But since my family doesn't do white elephant, uh, we, I had no purpose for it. So I we got this for me and my friend, and we're walking around the whole time, and people loved it. I mean, it was we didn't see anybody else wearing it the whole time we were there. And obviously, probably intended for females. Uh, just the term "slut" is not usually used uh, for guys. Usually, when it's a guy that sleeps around, he's known as a man whore. I've been called a slut. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, but okay, okay, fair. I, it can be used both ways, but I, it was all pink. I should also say that. So my thought was it was probably intended for females. They talk about you know freeing movement, uh, no slut shaming. So it's perfect to wear this time. You know, maybe fifty years ago, it wouldn't have gone over so well. Now it's the perfect time. So uh, the reaction was very positive. I would highly recommend it if you're looking for a good icebreaker for any group of people. 
because not only did I have, uh, you know, random, uh, guys that were in, you know, tank tops come up to me and said they like the, you know, sash. I had the dealers were asking what it was about, or they liked it and enjoyed it. Some of the cash, the cashiers behind the counters were saying how much they liked it. I had some of the, uh, the girls that you pay money to take pictures with Pat. I'm talking about you specifically. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I did take... not pay those girls to take a picture with me. <laughs> uh, they enjoyed it. And then you have, uh, you know, then you just the random groups of, of guys and girls that liked it. The only people that sometimes would give you bad looks was like elderly ladies didn't seem to love it. So maybe if you're going for that crowd that you want to interact with, don't wear the sluts night out. But I do recommend it, uh, you know, something like that. Uh, other than that, but it's a pretty, like I you said, perfect place to wear it. What I get out of this is that you identify as a woman and you were just acting out. Uh, for the time, for the weekend, it is now over. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so, Pat, what's been going on with you? You know what? I just sort of woke up in a parking lot. I don't really remember the details too much. Been pretty busy. Um, I wanted to talk about the coyotes in Chicago. Did you follow that at all? I just briefly heard it on the news that there is a some sort of up, uprising of coyotes in Chicago. Kind of hit a little like um, personal um, like thing with me. Have I ever talked about like the time last year when I was walking in my neighborhood and there was a coyote? I don't. I don't think you did. So when you live, okay, if I was back home living in the suburbs, I wouldn't be surprised to see a coyote just because of where the, like the, the woods are. And it's just not very uncommon. Yeah. Being like in the city and walking into one of those things, it just catches you so off guard. Yes. You just don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it was like a year ago I was walking. There's like this two block stretch in Pilsen where there's just like, it's like a lot of land. Yep. There's, there's like no, not a park or, or anything, just there. a bunch of nothing. Yeah, and it was at night, and I was walking back to my place, and I see this thing, and it was, <laughs> thankfully going in the other direction, but I, yeah, I turned around and booked it, but I, I don't know, like, so this is what happened in the city. I guess there was like a five year old boy or something. He got like bit in the head, like all this crazy shit. But what really bothered me. Was there it was like a 30-year-old dude just like minding his own business and this coyote comes up behind him like he doesn't even see him comes up behind him and bites him in the ass cheek <laughs> what would you do if you were just a guy who was probably just on his phone or something and just all of a sudden you look around there's a coyote that's exactly yeah. what i mean yeah <laughs> oh god so i've been walking <laughs> been walking to, to work recently and I, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of on my mind. Well, it's like one thing you're supposed to be looking out. Like after I got robbed, uh, I constantly was on the lookout a lot more for like, am, am I in a sketchy situation? Like, should I be more alert? You know, did you notice the same thing, Pat? Did you, were you a little more on edge? Like just since that time of being aware of your surroundings, that sort of thing? I was on edge for like a couple weeks, but then... Okay. I wouldn't say I'm on edge, but I, I would say that I observe a lot more than I used to just kind of knowing that it's a thing that can happen to anybody. So well, what bothered me when I got robbed was all those guys that none of them got arrested. Yes. That does suck. So, so you're like, like they're still out I could have easily like walked on that block again and they could have been there. 
That's a very good point. Yeah, and they took your stuff. Did they know like where you lived? Did they have your ID? Uh, no, they ended up recovering my wallet. It didn't have any money in it, but okay. they didn't get that. Yeah, it's like to me if you're if you're aware, like I'm already aware of the surroundings with that, but I would not be the last thing I'd be thinking about was like a, a coyote behind me because you're just. It's like the last thing is, so what are they saying is causing this? Like something they're taking the railroads up and eating rats or something like that. Is that what I'm hearing? Like they're eating roadkill off the Yeah, it was something along those lines that they're like migrating towards Lake Michigan because of like a a food issue. Well, that's going to be an interesting uh, companionship when you've got the homeless guys that their pets are now coyotes. That's going to be like a (coughs) interesting companionship. So I guess the two separate attacks were by like the same coyote. Okay. Um, I guess it was just having like issues or something. And they're saying like, you shouldn't be afraid of them. Like if they ever approach you, you're supposed to like, um, what's it like separate your arms, like to act like, like a big bear hug almost and like scream at it or something. I would not do that. I'm just going to say that right now. I think I would honestly run. (laughs) Yeah. And And that's exactly what I did last time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're going to chase you. Obviously, they could catch you, but it like give them something a little more difficult than just being I don't know. I don't want any I don't want any interaction. I'm like a you, total dog person, but I'm just bugged out by nature as well, of recent. You I mean, know, you know I've that had two yeah. separate things happen with like raccoons in the past year. Um obviously the all the fucking rats in the city it just drives me nuts. So like if I see a, a coyote or even like a dog that's not on a leash, then I'm kind of like on edge a little bit uh you know there's going to be some lady that's like a super big dog lover that's going to like try to pamper it and it's just going to bite her hand off <laughs> probably you know that's going to happen oh no poor baby and then she's going to get bit that's just how it's going to happen for example you remember me possibly as a man with small hands yeah you think you think he had small hands do you remember that yeah sure okay what yeah. you remember is false okay. yep okay big masculine my hands tell a story of greatness have you been into like an all-you-can-eat sushi place yes so uh was the rule finish everything on your plate yes otherwise they charge you for it right yes so i was there with my friend they charge you they basically they charge you what you were supposed to for the all you can eat and then whatever's left on top of it exactly exactly they're like because they don't want you ordering just a bunch of stuff and letting stuff go to waste i guess which is really... I don't know. I, yeah, I still haven't really figured that, how that makes sense. It, and it doesn't work like that anywhere else. Like, it, it's not like bottomless mimosas. If, you, if you're if you going, drinking a bunch of those, and then you drink half your glass, they're going to charge you for like, hey, here's another... We're charging you an extra full glass on top of what, you know, anything else. It's a weird system. Have you ever done, um, have you ever done Chinese hot pot? No. So they do that too with that. Hot pot's like... You order like a bunch of food and like you cook it at the table. Like it's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain, but I guess if you order too much food and there's still food on the table, they charge you for that too. Very sad. So, what happened when I was the one time I've done it, and this was just very recently, so with my buddy, and he gets you know he did the all you can eat. I just actually ordered just like two rolls because I wasn't that hungry. Anyway, he uh, gets to the end and. He at the end he was like he was like three rolls left and he was like I'm very full and I'm like you just got to do it you know he didn't want to get charged so he eats it but he like just kind of picks out the meat and the seaweed and like takes off a little bit of the rice and and she comes back 
the late the waitress comes back and says no you have to eat the rice too and he's like are you serious this is like it was like a the rice if if you put it on your palm just like and flattened it out like that's how much rice was left we're talking about like you know like not a ton of rice here and he's like are you serious and she's like yes and he's and he was like i'm so full there's no i'm gonna puke if i eat anymore so when she he's like tell me when she looks away she looks away he sticks it in his pocket and he's wearing sweatpants so (laughs) we go we go we go uh we leave the restaurant you know he so he doesn't have to pay any extra more and he just empties out his pocket and pours it like into the parking lot but still like half of it is stuck to the the cloth lining of his sweatpants pocket but not ideal not ideal so i have a picture of that that i'll post on the uh, on the instagram because it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous so uh pat let's go to an email here if you're right with that. all right okay we have an email here from chub daddy the title is penis painting i saw this Can article one show without <laughs> talking about penises i would have i would have had chub daddy i didn't want to say interview. anything earlier jerry yeah but this is the second time now. I know, I know. And Paul's not even on. I know, I know. That's my bad. Okay, so this is an interesting... It's using penises, penis drawings for good. So this is an interesting take on it. I saw this article about a man spray-painting a penis around potholes to get the village to fix the potholes. I like it. Who knew penis could be so powerful? I guess we all did. What else would a uh, painted penis help expedite, Chub Daddy? So what are other problems that uh you could you could draw a penis around that could help speed up the problem interesting yes um, this is interesting. i do like i do like the concept of this <laughs> okay so what's something similar to like a pothole that's just like sort of inconvenient i guess just construction like road construction you th- you think if you just <laughs> but aren't they doing the construction to fix something already yeah but like it just taking forever yeah, just speed like it up. cones sitting there, you know, <laughs> like no work's actually being done on it. The worst is when you just see a spot where there's, you know, the cone set up and nobody working. It's like, okay, you get it if somebody is working and at least they're trying to fix something. But yeah, if they're just bringing down traffic to three lanes from five and it's nobody standing there, that is the worst. And so maybe, you know, I did have a group of friends. I'm not going to say any names or where this was specifically, but they did graffiti on a road when it was closed and they said bring back that road um and it actually made the local newspaper a picture of it was taken and talked about people complaining about um you know the the new construction like how inconvenient it was for everybody that this road was closed and like that was the headline picture for it if you if you drew you would have to use the penis with some sort of a uh, a message with it right that's like maybe, when people uh, draw in the car, like, maybe, like uh, wash me. Yes, uh, so like speed it up, and then out of the drawn penis is shooting out the words that says speed it up or something like that. <laughs> I, uh, I, other than that, I'm having a hard time thinking of relatable, similar thing. Agreed. Any ideas, people email the show, chubstep.podcast.gmail.com, because I like this, uh, this topic here. Um, okay, here's a good one, Pat, for you. Uh, it's called Sequels by Smacko. Smacko! If you could pick any song to have a sequel, what would it be and why? Thanks, Smacko. 
Hmm. Some of those actually exist. Like, um, I know Metallica has the Unforgiven, the Unforgiven 2, Unforgiven 3. It's like actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I pick a. It's interesting. Like, pick a song with a concept and then find another way to spin it. I don't yeah. Know. Or, or maybe a song that you really like that was like, okay, if they could build off this song, like similar concepts, but like I'm, I'm going to say no, no quarter by Led Zeppelin. Okay. I just, that was, that was a song that I thought was very interesting, trippy. And at the same time, I never got tired of listening to it. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. So like some of the best songs I know are, are sequels. Um, there's a, uh, song by mob deep called shook ones part two i've never heard part one i don't know if anybody's even ever heard of part one but part two is a popular song in kind of the early hip-hop world so there are some sequels i've heard i've heard similar sort of things it does happen definitely in the rap world somewhat people you know take something that works and kind of run with it more but i'd like to find something that um that doesn't i'm gonna go out on a limb here pat and say i'd like a follow-up to the national anthem. <laughs> Why? And the reason is the reason is it's like it's good, but sometimes I need something a little different. Like if I'm at like a I don't know, there's there's times where we play it and it's I feel like it's not as warranted. Like I want to hear it at the Super Bowl. I want to hear the regular national anthem, right? Or maybe at like a good, you know, Sox Cubs home game, you know, game that's being played. But if I'm at like a minor league baseball game, how about let's just go to the sequel of it. Let's mix it up and just like hear the next part of it. Like the next couple verses, you know, something that takes a little different course. Uh, just something to build on the Americans. It just, it also is very old. You know, the song we've been doing that for a couple hundred years. Let's evolve to it. Still the same concepts. America is great, all that stuff. But now we're building off it and now it's a more topical song. I just kind of came up with two in my head. Okay. So this is a song. Um, they're both Guns N' Roses songs. Good. Yeah. Instead of November Rain, how about December Rain? <laughs> okay. Good. Crazy. Crazy and concept. Instead of Sweet Child of Mine, why don't we do Sweet Senior Citizen of Mine? Sweet. Yeah. Sweet Senior Citizen or like, yeah, Sweet Parent of Mine. There we go. Yeah. And mix it up. Yeah, I like those. Um, yeah, building off. And they could have similar beats, you know, same like notes. Maybe not same notes, but same like kind of arcs in the song. Like it hits the hits the spots that this like hits the course at the same spot, that sort of thing, same sort of build up, but maybe a little different songs. I like it. Thank you, Smacko. Uh, any other ideas, people email the show, chubsep.podcast at gmail.com for other sequels you'd like to hear. You gotta get some decent cheers in here, man. What's this shit made out of, anyway? Steel? Uh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you should get it welded better in the corners. I thought this you would find this interesting, Pat. Do you know about the rideshare tax that's going on in, in uh, Chicago? I've heard of it, but I don't think I like have read up on it or actually understand what it is. Yeah, so for people that don't know or people that don't live in Chicago, they've now added a rideshare tax to to any trip that is basically going to or from the downtown area in Chicago and also a big one that's going to any if you're going to any of the airports so 
we're talking like an extra three dollars per trip uh to and from the airport and then it's like anytime you're in the regular part of the city like an extra dollar fifty or something like that it varies a little bit from from the spots exactly but so what this is is it's not like it's revenue going to you know the uber driver or lyft driver and it's not revenue going to the lyft company or uber company it's going straight to the city my initial thoughts were it was a tax if like you choose to do that um share a ride like you don't just go direct like they pick somebody else up. oh no like That's an uber pool talking about. no 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 it's not it goes it goes to pools and all rides so like anytime you're calling an uber lyft and i heard some complaints you know from the city they were upset because they people are using the cta less right the, they're using the public transportation in chicago less because you know it might be an option of i'm gonna hop on the bus and it takes you know 40 minutes to get to work or i can pay an extra five dollars and get to work in you know seven minutes you know whatever it is right you can get like some tw- 10 minutes you know you can cut off a big amount of time by just paying for an uber so it does in a sense increase traffic a little in, in, in some I've been ways. saying this since the beginning. It's it's bad for for traffic because yeah, less people are using CTA because of these services. But also, certain people aren't but getting also, cars. Also, yeah. most of those drivers don't know how to fucking drive. I think that's the biggest issue. A lot of people that are driving Uber are not, you know, they're they're not great drivers. I mean, very few times. No. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I would say I would say seventy five percent of the time that I'm driving in Chicago. And some guy cuts me off or like, I feel like they did some sort of bad move in a car. It's an Uber. A lot of times it's like them just stopping like in the middle of the street to drop somebody off. I mean, that's what's yeah, a big thing. Pretty annoying yeah. Too. You're just like driving all of a sudden they just kind of like go slow down very fast and just like no, no signals or anything. And then all of a sudden they're just dropping somebody off um, or waiting for somebody to pick somebody up with no, a lot of it's, but agreed, Pat, they're horrible drivers, most of them. And that is an issue, but it's also like, this is a service that people are using to, um, you know, like when they're drunk at a bar, you know, and, and so it's stopping the, drinking and driving. That's probably like, in my mind, the only positive out of all of this is yeah. that there's less impaired drivers. For sure. And for their, for, it's way, it's, it, to me, that makes a huge difference because it, it just, it's so convenient to be able to use an Uber or Lyft. You're not have to wait for a taxi, call one, wait for one, hope they show up. You're just calling one. So it, it really, you know, encourages people to do that. That, and it gives people, I guess, the opportunity to work. Yeah, but now it's now you know there's going to be less people taking it because of this price increase, and it's going to be decreasing those jobs now. So, oh, the tax is total bullshit. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, with okay, you okay, that. okay. What about NATO? How do you feel about NATO? I Should never met NATO. I never met NATO on under battle. I don't talk about people behind their back. NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Oh, but you, oh, you didn't say that. I thought you were talking about the guy. I know this guy named NATO. NATO Jacob. You talked about coyotes. I saw you were hosting like a fancy brunch at your place. What was that about? Yeah, um, I got a Bobby Flay cookbook for Christmas, and big Bobby Flay guy. In case you didn't know, that's my favorite uh, favorite chef. You watch Beat Bobby Flay? Yeah, I, I watch Beat Bobby Flay as we talked about with my uh, my Twitter post that I did. Oh, that that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like I like Bobby Flay. Like his cookbook, and he hosts big brunches at his place all the time, and. I, uh, one thing I hate doing is going to a place and paying for meals and brunch seems to be way overpriced everywhere I go. And I hate paying expensive 
amount of money, like a lot of money for a meal that I feel like I could easily do on my own for like, a, you know, a quarter of the price. So uh, I figured I would host a brunch for uh, my girlfriend and some of her friends. Basically, it was just a, it was a weekend option where I felt like I could do what I could get at any of the restaurants. What did and you it was make? kind of fun. I made a, uh, a French toast that was made with banana bread. So it was a banana bread French toast with a peanut butter sauce. So it wasn't just regular peanut butter. It was like peanut butter with maple syrup and milk, and it makes it kind of creamier. And then a candied bacon on the top of that. So it was kind of like an Elvis. Elvis's sandwich was a peanut butter and banana. banana. So it was like a peanut butter, banana, bacon, uh, French toast. And then there was an apple with strata made by Giada, Giada Strata. And a strata is basically a uh, bread and egg dish that's baked. So this had like sausage and apple and onion and spinach and a bunch of chunks of bread. And then you cover it with like whipped up eggs and then you bake it and you just take out little chunks of that. So that's what it was. Nice. Yeah, that's what it did, Pat. Uh, playoffs have been pretty wild. The NFL playoffs, yes. And it's – they all the uh, all the local sports guys – just bashing on the fact that like it's both the two guys that the Bears could have drafted playing against each other and both played pretty solid. They called it the son of a Mitch Bull. Son of a Mitch Bull. So for <laughs> for those that don't know, yeah, Mitch Trubisky was drafted very early in the draft. He's the quarterback for the Bears, and the two guys who are drafted after him are both having phenomenal careers and played each other in playoffs in what Pat deemed the son of a Mitch Bull, which is a ridiculous name. I, uh, it has been really wild, though. It has. We actually, the first time I ever did sports betting was in Las Vegas. I bet the one time I do a sports bet, I say, oh, every time it seems like people bet against the, the Patriots, they seem to lose. So I put money on the Patriots, and, they, of course, they lost to the Titans. So my sports <laughs> betting days, I think, are over again um, <laughs> because, of course, they lose to the Titans, who I didn't think were that great of a team. But I remember when you went to the Titans game this year, we were like, yeah. <laughs> well, like not really that good of a team. Well, I think when I went, they were like two and four. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. They like teams in the NFL, like the NBA doesn't really have this. Like teams in the NBA don't really, unless a guy is injured and comes back from an injury. What I like about the NFL is you can, a team can turn it around somehow where the NBA, it's kind of like the teams that are good are good. The teams that are bad are bad. Very rarely are they like making some late season push of winning a bunch of games and, they're in the playoffs and they have a chance to win it all. Like that never really happens. The NFL Titans were not a good team at the beginning of the year. Nobody thought they were going to do anything. And then they just started playing really good towards the end of the season. And they've won. They beat two really good teams. Yeah. That, um, that chiefs game was wild, man. They're yes. getting shit kicked out of them. And then they kicked the living shit out of the Texans after that. Yeah. Um, not happy about the Packer game. No, not happy at all about that. Yeah, it's, no. it's what a bad call at the end. I know the yeah. There was a, there was a call at the end where it looked like a guy was down like a good yard before the first down line, and they called it as a first down. And then that was kind of the end of the time ran out, and the Seahawks didn't get another chance to win the game. Um, so it was, yeah, it was not a great. There's always stuff like that. You don't you like when the refs are not affecting the game, but. I'd just like to enjoy the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'd like that as well. So, 
Yeah, I, I don't mean to upset any of you Packer fans out there. They just bothered me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I said two things going into the playoffs. I just didn't want the Patriots in the Super Bowl, didn't want the Packers in the Super Bowl. Halfway there. Yep. But, I mean, they didn't play good against San Francisco in a regular season, but it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Please clap. Um, I was at a wedding a few weeks ago. I got um, the steak. What do you think about people that what usually what are the options usually at a wedding for food? Chicken, steak, salmon. Now there's a vegetarian option. Yeah. What is the biggest man card of those situations other than vegetarian? Obviously. The salmon. Salmon agreed, and then chicken, right? You usually go with the steak. Yeah. And like if you were trying, if you were taking a female, let's say out on like a date, somebody you didn't know very well, and you were going to order something that you were trying to like show, hey, I'm the man of the house. You're going to get a steak. <laughs> right? Correct. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. There wasn't, a, there wasn't another point. I just want to clarify that. I also noticed at the weddings, the wedding was very cool. Is that I did notice the thing now. I, the last, I don't know, four or five weddings I've been to, the thing now is it's almost required that they bring pizza out at the end. Uh, yeah, I've been to a few of those in the past year that have done that. Yeah, it seems like, uh, the, you know, the standard food, everybody's happy, and then uh, after the dancing and some drinking is done, maybe like 30 minutes before the wedding is about to wrap up, there's just, you know, some hot pizza out there for like a second second helping. My personal favorite, when my sister got married, yeah, it was on the McDonald's campus in Oak Brook. Nice. And it was like at 11 o'clock, everybody got cheeseburgers. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. That was very clutch. I would agree. Yeah. Th- again, yeah, you, people are drinking. Like, that's that's the whole reason, like, the fourth meal is around to talk about, right? It's that same sort of concept. Um, the one move I did really like at this wedding, and it's not for me, and this is how much of a feminist I am, they had flip-flops available for girls so the girls are always complaining that they can't dance in their shoes or they're dancing on with their bare feet right at weddings yes so and every once and there's always you know there's always some person drops a glass of either there's some you know a beer or soda or wine is always dropped sometimes there's a broken glass you know actual you know actual broken glass on the ground it seems like a bad idea to be dancing without shoes on so this had how much better are flip-flops than heels i mean i don't know i feel uh, like those are a little difficult too well as uh somebody who can relate to women i can tell you that flip-flops are much better (laughs) what the fuck was that comment supposed to mean (laughs) uh i can just i can uh, feel their feelings and sympathize with them uh and and flip-flops do uh they are better just Purely because you're not getting your feet on the gross floor. I mean, dancing-wise... So what, you, yeah. <laughs> you wear a sash one weekend, now all of a sudden you're a fucking expert on what it's like <laughs> to be a woman? You know, I think I think I really did Yeah, gain a lot of knowledge in Las Vegas, uh, just purely based on that. Give it a shot, everybody. Give it a shot. Yeah, Pat, I think we can... If you want a shorter show, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, we'll blame Paul for everything else. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes next week. I will have Nick Russo on the show. I'm going up to Milwaukee, so I'm going to do a one-on-one with him. So people uh, get ready for that. Pat, if you have any, do you have any comments for Nick Russo that you'd like me to ask? Uh, let me do some thinking. Okay. I may send an email to chubsteppodcast at gmail.com. Chubstep, all that crap. Uh, I'll, on Instagram, make sure to check us out, Chubstep Podcast. 
on Instagram and I'll post the picture of the rice in the pocket and rate the show on whatever. New shows every Thursday. Tell a friend. Share the show with a friend. We love it. The show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.